Hey, internets, it's Rev again. Guess what? I get to say it. Indiecade! Indiecade! Sorry, we've been running late. I know, I know. But yeah, Indiecade recap finally here. We talk Doko Roko. Uh, put on your robe and wizard hat, then grab your wagon for our mobile game. We're not wearing ponchos tonight, but we should be. We're picking up steam. Our riot is growing. It's episode 71 of the Indie Game Riot. Indiecade! <laughs> This is episode 71 of the Indie Game Riot podcast. Yes. Podcast yes. is better than radio. Dude. Fuck people that do this for a living. <laughs> yeah. As we're trying to get to the point where we can do this Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is this is episode 71, and uh, thank you all for joining us. We have a, another slew of... Why am I talking really snobby? We have another slew oh. of... of Indie games, uh, fantastic indie we games do. to talk about. Um, one of which, one of which, for for over a year, yeah, we have been looking forward to, uh, especially tech, but yeah. all of us, but especially tech. This is remember how Rev was about Dropsy. This <laughs> yeah. is tech boner. Yep. This is this is my dropsy coming up later. Any boner rise. Tech has been sending me text messages <laughs> like two o'clock in the morning for me, so it's like six a.m. for you him. He's like, Pancho's out in like twelve hours. Ah! <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I got to get up for work in three. Knock it off. Yeah. Rev's like, was this how I was? <laughs> yes, it was, Rev. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more obnoxious because you spent like two months literally. <laughs> but all of mine. Not come with an audio alert. <laughs> <laughs> you should have sent a voicemail. Over I've, got, I've got I've got Twitter notifications on my phone. That shit, like, like who the fuck's tweeting like eight times? Oh, it's just <laughs> oh, Rev talking about so, drops. Oh. D, <laughs> bring R, bring. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I'm really excited for Pacho. You know, I, what, I've, you know, what I'm really excited for right now. What? Hearing you guys is week. Two weeks. Two weeks because. Two weeks. Because Rev's a pussy and got sick. Yeah, something like, you know, being... Do you want me to go first? How about you just rip your goddamn tonsils out? Uh, I think they were removed. Then how did you get strep? I don't fucking know. You don't get strep unless... If you have have tonsils, you don't get strep. Really? I mean, if you have tonsils, that's only how you get strep. If you don't have your tonsils, you can't get strep. Well, then I didn't have my tonsils removed. That was my wisdom teeth. So yeah, last week, <laughs> last week, uh, I was I was having a sore throat and it sucked really bad. And I ended up I, I took Friday off because you know it was my birthday on Saturday. Uh, and uh, like by the time the afternoon rolled around, it was like I can. I was able to talk at about this level, and that was about. Well, that could have been that could have been entertaining. We should have done a show. No, yeah. no but then you would have literally had no hurt. voice. It would be bleeding. So bad. It'd be like that um, dramatic, like <coughs> cough into a, a cloth. That kind of reminds me. I had I had like a sore on under my tongue once. Yeah. <laughs> <And> no, it <laughs> was. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was so on. bad that I actually couldn't talk. 
So, yeah, I, I spent my birthday, like, curled up on the floor in the living room watching Scrubs and, you know, crying because it was the end of that series. Um, and then lots Wait. and lots of work. Do you consider the end of the series? Uh, end of season eight. Season okay. nine never happened. There you go. Um, <laughs> med school doesn't happen. Uh, so, yeah, that was I, – I, I got to play a bunch of uh, – starting the Riot game, and I was trying to write articles because, like, I, I still have – we're only in Friday afternoon of the Indiecade recap articles that I've been writing, um, but I just haven't had time to, you know – really sit down and do anything because i was sick and dying and you don't want to work while dying it's one of those dumb things for me i'd um, rather but, not die while working because if i'm gonna die anywhere it's not at <laughs> don't work let it be work <laughs> not while working let me be uh, happy around my kids yeah. not <laughs> well that's just traumatizing for them but you know but yeah so uh i got uh, some my, the house was empty the entire weekend. Uh, my birthday, I had some really awesome friends that, that came by and dropped off some uh, some birthday stuff for me, you know. Uh, wait, have you guys pre-ordered tickets? Fuck no, I'm not going to see this in theaters. <laughs> Why the hell would you, I do You're that? not going to be able to find space. That's, no, like, that's a, not, I no, have I good would, memories of like dark uh, of uh, the second Batman movie, not mm-hmm. you know the Christopher Nolan ones, um, because I saw it in theaters and it was ridiculous, ridiculously packed. But that's why the energy, I the energy you feed off of other people. You know what I mean? Well, no, you know see, that- I fed off the energy for Star Wars Episode One, oh, and God. fuck that noise. Three times burned. I'm learning my lesson. I will pirate the goddamn movie when it is available for piracy. This is not. If if it is, this is not. not I'm Ryan. not saying. I'm no, not I, saying that it's going to be better than the originals. It's going to be shit. No, it's going to be shit. And here's why. It's JJ. Fucking. I've never done. Oh yeah, I forgot. My I, career, Abrams. Hey, I forgot you had a thing Star against Trek JJ Abrams. Movie, the last Star Trek movie. I remember bringing myself out of the film. Like two hours into it, surprisingly, <laughs> or, or however long it took to get to sort of like the end scene, I'm like, this is a lot like Star Wars. Yeah, no, J.J. Abrams <laughs> is a fucking hack. He couldn't do a good movie of I, his life. I forgot you didn't like J.J. Abrams. So if if he does a good job, and I determine this on my own by piracy, then I will <laughs> go out and I will buy multiple copies of it on disc. Like, like I have no problem supporting something financially in that regard. However, I am not going to contribute to Star Wars J.J. Abrams dick sucking fest. Anyways, so yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff, including including this hundred and fifty dollar bottle of scotch. Yeah, that's that a lot is, of money for a bottle of scotch. That is unopened, and I'm about to open it. What's this that one that's always thing. in like the uh, those TV shows that um, what's his face makes? I uh, there it goes starts with a it's like mix something. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, he's taking the first. He's like, he, he actually hates it, but he doesn't want to hate it because it's $150. $150 um, is good. No, that's a Balvenny. It's that's good? what I'm drinking tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to lay on a couch with it just sticking out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick a straw in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, that was Happy birthday. A, yeah, thank you. I'm now a year older than I was last year. 68. I remember. I, I just know that my wife gets mad at me if I try and guess my age. 
16. Am I 16 this year? (laughs) Well, no, because she's she's only two months younger than I am. Ah. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I turned 36 this year. And she's like, stop (laughs) making me older. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. So, yeah. How about you, Tech? What was your I had the absolute um, worst experience working at my job today. Tell us about it, Takito. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for pronouncing my name like a like a Hispanic food. That's your nickname uh, from now on, Taquito or Cheesy Gizmo. <laughs> I'm glad you don't actually remember the real. <laughs> that was the first time I've remembered it since that weekend. It's that's not it. <laughs> oh well, shit. Uh, so, um, I go out to this house. It's about six miles away. It's six point two five miles away. Is exactly. that outside of your bubble? No, it's not outside of our bubble, Uh, but it's far as fuck away for a delivery because it'll take me 22 ish minutes to go there, give somebody a pizza and then come back if they have the money ready right at the door. So I go there and I took this order (laughs) on the throw it into the door. No, but the thing is that this thing starts like at the store. So so I take this order at the phone and there's this kid and I know that the kid is translating for his mom because his mom isn't a native English speaker. So I'm like, can I have the phone number? Uh, yeah, uh, 240. Okay. Can I have the phone number? Yeah, uh, 240 something, something, something. H- hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> uh, yeah, can I have the phone number? Yeah, two, something, 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 something. Whatever. I take the order. It's a medium pizza and a two liter of soda. At least they didn't That's try just... to give you their credit card number over the phone. No, they didn't. That would be terrible. <laughs> it was cash. But I really wish they gave me the credit card information because I go there. I pull up this kind of long-ish driveway. There are seven cars in this driveway, <laughs> like three trucks, two SUVs, and a... the rest are sedans. How many pizzas? A medium pizza and a two liter of soda. This is like a $17.36 order that I'm taking. I'm trying 12, really hard. I'm trying really time. hard not to say something that I'm going to regret saying on live streams. <laughs> so, so, so I get there, and the kid, the, come, the kid comes out, and he's like, can we get change? And he hands me a 50 for a 17 fucking dollar You should have just ran off with the tip. And I'm like, no, here's the thing. And I'm like, and I'm like. I'm not going to crush this kid's dreams. He needs to eat tonight. So I gather all the money that I currently have on me, which is $27. They said that they want $30 back. I'm like, I only have seven. I only have 27. He turns back in Spanish, tells his, who I'm assuming is his mother, that they he only has 27. Okay, that's fine. He goes, okay, she says it's fine. So I hand him all of the cash that I have on me, Take I hand him the pizzas, he hands me the 50, and I screw off back to the store. About 10 minutes later, <laughs> I get to the store. I walk in. I start clocking back in from my delivery. And my manager come, is like, hey, come over here. Come over here. And I'm like, what? And he goes, apparently you gave the wrong change to this lady. And I look at the address. I'm like, no. They asked for 30. I only had 27. And... I gave them everything. They said it was okay. And he's like, yeah, just take the $3 back to them. And I'm oh like, so you, you had to go to all drive, the way back up there. You, have, you want me to drive 25 miles? I would have been flipping out in the car. For three 
fucking dollars. <laughs> like mail them a coupon for a free pizza. No, or something no, else. because no, because they were asking for free delivery, and we and well, a we can't do that. B no, fuck no, I'm not gonna screw anybody over like that. But so and but like oh my god, <laughs> I drove I drove 25 miles for three dollars to give this lady three dollars that like. Is the three? You have seven cars in the driveway. <laughs> like, I understand that they might not all be yours, but but it's like, it's three. I mind you, I made. Like they couldn't ask back. around. Like, hey, does anyone have like a short, smaller bill? Oh my god! It was like it was genuinely like the most in my. And, and I was like acting like cool through it because like you know I'm at work. You probably handled like, it better than I would. Chill. And like one of the other drivers was like. I'm surprised you're too calm. I would be fuming right now. And I'm like, oh no, I'm fuming inside. And I'm like, I'm like shaking and angry. So when I took the, so oh, I, I know the double, anger shakes. I did. Yeah, exactly. I did take like a, a close double. And so what I did was I, I went and got gas and I took the two pizzas leisurely. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to park. I'm going to reset my <laughs> you're talking yourself so can through make sure it. that I can fill <laughs> the company for the mu- exact miles that I'm driving <laughs> to go fucking 25 miles to, to pick up the, to give this lady $3. <laughs> I, I'm imagining you in my, in your car, just like, okay, we're going to take this yep. nice and easy. <laughs> I, you know, I was genuinely looking at the, at the thing on my GPS for like scenic route, scenic route. Just give me the fucking scenic route. Don't give me the fastest time. <laughs> Just give me the long fucking way around. <laughs> <You> put... <laughs> I looked. I, I looked. It doesn't have one of those options, surprisingly. <laughs> but, uh... but, you know, that was my like the rest of my week. Like it doesn't matter. This was the thing. And like I'm, I'm doing it. I'm just like I'm talking about the show tonight. This is what I'm gonna talk. This I'm gonna I'm gonna yell. And I'm gonna bitch <laughs> because some some awful person was like you gave me the wrong change and i want that three dollars and i'm like it's it's already like it was like a two dollar tip any if i gave her the three dollars so like five thirty wait wait something they gave you a two dollar tip out of a thirty so no so they asked for so they were gonna give me 1750 oh oh, oh. they were gonna give him 20 but he only had 27 so they gave him 23 dollars yeah yeah but then i had to drive out and (laughs) it It sounds frustrating how about you it is is (laughs) but it's okay because i made the money back in gas there you go i guess (laughs) maybe Uh, yeah, I said earlier before the show that my daughter started school. That's why we're kind of like, or at least I was kind of, uh, off schedule here. Um, everything's kind of all whacked out with that. And then me driving, driving my way back and forth work and all that sort of stuff. So, but, uh, yeah, my, my, my daughter started school and by school, I mean, it's like a pre-K kind of a thing. It's, it's, you know, not, not, not kindergarten. It's, you know, she, it's basically glorified daycare. Um, but you know, free. (laughs) So uh but she she's very well adjusted um surprisingly she she i mean not surprisingly she's pretty social she she actually has uh boundary issues i would say like she needs to be wary of people more wary you know what i mean um but but i'm glad she she seems to be having fun today there was even a family day um where i guess you go in at like one o'clock and you like sit down with your kids and uh do some sort of project we made a they're learning about shapes so we made a scarecrow out of different shapes and like pasted it all together and put her face on the scarecrow's head. 
all this sort of stuff, and they're going to hang it from the ceiling. So that was fun. I feel like a parent and old, and uh, and then my my girls growing up already, and I'm like, you know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. So that's my week, school, being a dad. Good times. You know what else I need? And I, actually, I think tech needs a little bit of this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a, a little bit of the. Yeah. <sighs> Indie news injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why, then give yourself an Indie News Injection. Thanks, Indie Games. This week on Indie News Injection, we are... First of all, I start off with a reminder that Ride of the Year 2015 has been going on. And by the way, within, within less than three days, we reached and surpassed the total amount of votes that we got last year within a month. Yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah. to point you look, that out, you look at the site statistics and like everything that like looks high has been low because of all the traffic that's been coming to the yeah. site. Uh, so it's interesting. So <clears throat> to remind you all, uh, you have until uh, the 30th of November, 11:59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, on the 30th of November, to vote once per day for your favorite indie game to win Ride of the Year 2015, and your vote definitely counts because yeah. one. Of those games, I will say without spoiling anything, is far far ahead yeah. of the other <laughs> games. So if you want your favorite indie game to win and it's not that game, and vote you want every to have, day. because because you don't know what our votes are. That's we, true. We have a large I percentage don't even know of the which vote. ones are running yet. We have a. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. To be, I'm to kidding. Be, to be completely honest, I don't even know what my vote is. So. I'm I'm up in the air between five different games. You but know, anyway, saw... we have. Between the five people that uh, from our staff that have the a, a larger percentage of the vote, who knows? It could become an actual race. So, I mean, if you start voting for one game and it just so happens to be one of our games, it could push it over the edge. You don't know. Um, yeah. Not to mention the fact that there's a contest involved. If you um, comment below on the post that like is announcing the ride of the year, um, then you could possibly win uh, an indie game prize pack. Um, and there's also some other ways to win as well. There's like a link on the page that you can check out. So yeah. um, make sure you t- do that every day. Vote for your favorite indie game. Um, also, there's a picture, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, of last year's winners holding their stupendous trophy. Yeah. Uh, very much of the credit goes to Rev. I would say like Seriously. 99% of that. Dude, that's <laughs> <looks> so good. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I outsourced it to my like I bought I paid for everything. I had my sword fighting brother do the uh, do the art, um, and uh, and Man. he knows what that. he's doing. And like... then uh, my wife and my husband did the actual application of it to the shield. And, and if then... you're a game dev, yeah. make sure to uh, finish your game in 2016, or just release it between now and a year from now. Yep. <laughs> And you'll be in. You'll have a chance to win an awesome riot shield like that. Hopefully, you're in the U.S. It's expensive to you ship know, overseas. You know, even though it may not be the most prestigious, it is the most badass trophy. Seriously, that they have I, gotten. <laughs> and this this game, the one that won last year, Endless Legend from Amplitude Studios. This this game won a lot of awards. It did, but it didn't. This win is the most badass trophy <laughs> that they have gotten. Period. Oh, I mean, you know, you know, some websites will be like, "Here's a, here's a, uh, here's a thing to post on your Steam page for a, for an image." And we did that no, too, no, no. by the way. 
we did we did do that mm-hmm. but no like the, the idea and and honestly a lot of credit to this goes to rev because that was his idea and then he the right shield through. yeah the right shield was like that's that was a good idea that's genius right there right. that is creative indie <laughs> genius <laughs> and we are happy to bring it to you all the listeners and, and we're excited uh we're excited to possibly send this overseas again yeah, for those of you that do, I don't know if I mentioned it last uh, when we talked about it last, but um, the uh, the shield itself was 80 bucks. Um, the the art and everything, the labor for, for putting it all together and whatnot was probably like another 30, 40 bucks. And then it was $485 to mail it to France. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, and I just reminded myself that uh, I haven't put up the little news image that we put on the right side of the here. Um, and also just a, a, a round of applause to prep our, our uh, yeah look at that our handyman I'm just going to call him handyman um, <laughs> he he created this new right of the year uh, logo and the actual badge because like I mentioned we also do the badge for like their steam page or website the actual badge will look like this along with a uh, 2015 uh, dealio underneath that um, to you know, recognize and you could year. win if we talked about your your game yeah. in, the in the last year. year. <laughs> uh, but and there I are a go- lot of them. <laughs> I'm going to talk about another game right now. Okay, someone else's game that is not eligible for Ride of the Year, but uh, they have. This is kind of like an interesting crossover because we've talked about board games before, um, and possibly bringing them onto the show, maybe doing a spinoff or something someday. But anyway, uh, the Banner Saga from uh, what? what uh, now I already forgot the freaking um, relic. No, not relic. The the studio. You just told me, Tech. Oh, uh, I had it open. Uh, 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 it would be <laughs> stoic. 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 There I we go. I knew it was something epic. <laughs> um, the Banner Saga from Stoic, uh, who fantastic in the game that came out like two or three years ago um, is now coming out with a tabletop game called yeah, the Banner God, Saga Warbands. So it's a co-op miniatures board game um, and, it, and it has to do with uh, decision making and the consequences uh, that come after your decisions. All right. Which is really cool. I have something to say about this game. What's up? It looks a lot you like You being a board our board game. game aficionado. Yes. It looks a lot like a board game called King Arthur's Court. Possibly. Yes. However, yes. however, King Arthur's Court Could be some doesn't inspiration come there. with this much awesome shit. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at this like, like wow, those look like some pretty good miniatures. I would buy this just for the miniatures. Holy crap. Those are awesome. Pay Eighty dollars to get those miniatures. You being the aficionado right should back this enough to get the game at least. Okay, like, like okay, I, I Mr. Play... Moneybags buying Fallout Four. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> um... like no, th- this 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 board game as a board game they've raised one hundred and one thousand, one hundred and two almost as of recording this video, one hundred and two thousand dollars to make this, and it's amazing that they've done this. They were only asking for fifty thousand. They were only asking, and they and, all, and they and, still and, have twenty days left. And knowing about the production of board games, especially at this scope, that is a very reasonable and yeah. and and uh, profitable margin that they put this on, and I have a lot of respect for that. Um, the game looks really good. 
I think the thing that'll put push this over the edge is if they make sure to keep their people. I know this isn't peep show, but if they keep their people updated, like this, this box has a lot of cool stuff. It's got a lot of really awesome uh, graphics and you know actual tabletop. It looks uh, so pieces. Good. It's got. Well, they're freaking, they already have, like, the board game already. I mean, it's only one copy of it. But, you know, usually when you see prototypes of board games, it's pretty, like, you know, homemade looking. You know what I mean? This looks like something that you would buy off the shelf already. Okay, I'm just saying 30 minis from your your large uh, major publishers of mini war games will cost you about 80 bucks for 30 of them. If not, you can paint these yourself, by the way. Exactly. If not significantly more. For just the miniatures, like I, I like I know I'm harping on that, but I want to buy this for those and use them in D and D. Oh hell yeah! And to, on top of that, you get a fucking game. Next time, and if you do 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 this next time, uh, maybe for Magfest, uh, yeah, we can we can play the game. Ooh, hey, I'm, I, hey, I'll bring I'll bring the uh, like my favorite board game of all time and have fans uh, play it at Magfest. I will. Woo. I'll do it. We'll figure it out. We gotta do. We gotta figure that out, by the way. But anyway, um, okay. quickly, saga, just real quick. Bands. It goes from fifteen dollars, uh, where you get the PC game for Banner Saga that they made, which is actually really good in the first yeah. place, um, and uh, an exclusive miniature from yep. for Kickstarter, um, all the way to actually they don't have that many levels. They have no, fifteen dollars, eighty dollars, one hundred ninety, and two hundred. Um, two hundred dollars gets you the board game plus. Um, and it, I, I guess all, all the, the stretch goals. goals that they've hit, um, plus the exclusive miniature, plus all the add-ons, um, yeah, that that comes with it. So there you go. Worth it. Worth it. Do okay. I'm just saying. You you pay you pay a few a few bucks, and you get a lot of game. I'm uh, speaking of a lot of game. Speaking of a lot of game, you might be able to have a lot of game in a procedurally generated game where the game just doesn't stop and it's always different all the time well now if you want to make one of those you can submit mind you you have two days as of recording this video you can submit your game to the procedural procedural (laughs) procedural 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 generation jam 2015. Say that five times fast. It's hard. Procedural, Procedural generation, generation jam. jam 2015. Procedural <laughs> generation jam 2015. See? Procedural See? generation jam 2015. <laughs> All right. Now that we have that in your mind, make a game. Proc jam. Non-game, art game, thing, tool, toy, experiment, art piece with procedural generation. It could be twine. It could be an RPG. It could be a tabletop game. Infinite minor. I don't know. Could be. Could be. I don't know. If, well, actually, no. There are procedural. Ten, there, uh, what's that one on on have, uh, Haunted Hill or something or other? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. House on the Hill. You yeah. have Zaya Legend of, Legends of a Drift System. You have uh, a few. Uh, Arkham. Yeah. There's there's an Arkham yeah. one. Arkham Horror. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Arkham Horror is good too. Uh, but you can uh, you can they also have like an art pack that you can download for it. Um, and it's running. Uh, and you have to make a tool. That generates stuff. Uh, there are already like music generation tools and a lot of other like generation tools, but you have to like make it yourself. Other than that, make a procedurally generated thing that you can play. Already thirty-one entries. Uh, you That's, have. I'm actually really looking a forward day and a half some of these to get on this. Yeah. At the time of this recording. Yes. So. 
Th there is, actually, cool. somebody submitted a procedural toolkit. I don't know if uh, if there's much information about this yet, but instruments for procedural generation systems. That's kind of cool. Just saying, <laughs> there might be some some awesome, crazy, big things that picture. come out of this game. Procedural procedural generation is kind of huge Just now. Just a little bit. Thanks, Minecraft. In indie games, uh, yeah, in indie games, it's like it's one of the it's one of the staples to put it but, nicely. Yeah, exactly. But hey, you know, there, there's a lot of really cool innovation. I'm really excited to see a lot of the stuff that these guys. You make. can't blame people. It creates replayable replayability. Exactly. So, you, and exactly. more bang for your buck when you can replay it all the time. Yes. So Speaking of bang for, for that. Buck, Woo! bang for buck. Bang for buck. Okay, disclaimer. This was ruined for me. I knew which game it was because I went to IndieCade and was talking with Dan Adelman uh, of Axiom Verge. And he was. we were just kind of chit-chatting back and forth. And he was like, yeah, you know, being, being October's Indie Box, blah, blah, blah. I was like, ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so just to put this into perspective, like, here's, here's the normal Indie Box box that it, it comes in, right? Yeah, that's fairly normal yeah. indie box box Nor normal indie box box here's this month's indie box box <laughs> now turn it on its side so it's even that's a that's a big box <laughs> it's, a, it's a big fucking box but I, was, right? I was talking to you it's just for people out there listening i was talking to you about how when they first started with tesla grad up yeah, to like super like win the game yeah it was like it was like a tiny VHS thin sized box right and then it got to the second box that you held up and then it's like this freaking need a burrito sized. Do you guys have a need a burrito? No. Well, no. never mind. Uh, anyway, this huge freaking cinder block of a box. Right. So now, it I mean, and you're still so paying the same damn price, I think, yeah. anyway. No, so, I, I have paid the exact same price each one. Um, this box, I get number 758 out of 3,000. Uh, I actually got a chance to play this while I was at Indicate as well, because you know I was standing there viewing with Dan Adel. You know what sucks? Huh? Because it only came out on PS4 when um, it first came out, mm -hmm. we skipped over it uh, as a feature because we don't usually do console exclusives, yeah. and it's not it, it's on Steam now. But yeah. back when it first came out, it was only on PS4, and I got a code for it from Dan, but um, unfortunately. I was like, well, it's console exclusive. There are other games to talk about, and they 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 deserve a feature as well. But this is like one of the year's best indie games, according to a lot of people. Including oh no, our, it was including our friend indie gamer chick. This is her favorite game of all time, indie games wow. wise. Uh, it's on it, it's on her top of her little leaderboard thing that she has going yeah. on. So. No, so this is this is a really fun game. Uh, I I will admit, when I was playing it, I had some problems with it due to color scheme. Um, but yeah, but uh, you're 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 I'm an, exactly <laughs> a special case. I'm a special case. So I'm gonna dig in. That was the that was the instruction manual. Uh, oh shit balls, that's cool. You haven't actually looked into this yet. No, I have not. But you do know the game. I I know the game. And I knew which box it was because I pulled that out. But this is my first time. This is a uh, a, a oh, desktop. I want it. Statue thing. No, it's a it's, so cool. it's a bookend. Um, I don't think it's a bookend. It is. I know it is. Are you sure? There should be another it seems, one. Because it seems like this is the the the. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought. Well, maybe someone was using it as a bookend. They might have, but it looks to be a. Yeah. You could use that as a bookend. Oh, but easily. It's cool. it's cool. 
I'm gonna put this on my desk at work. That is cool. Though. And people are gonna be like, uh, Rev. <laughs> that is I, so cool. Like, okay. That's right, Rev. Uh, what what is that? Oh, I've I've joined a new religion there. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All hail uh, Mecca. Pretty cool. Pretty cool decal. That's a cool. That's a cool sticker. Stick that right on your car. Yeah, nothing goes on my car. Here's uh, <laughs> the Axiom Verge Indie Box version decal. That one's on the desk. Awesome. Clutter your box. goes Cl- on the desk. desk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? Uh, the original soundtrack. Uh, all 18. Oh, all 17 plus a bonus <gasps> track. Ooh, bonus. Called Primordial Shore. The one that didn't make it the game because it wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, knowing these guys. Uh, the Axiom, the intro, Trace Awakens, Trace Rising, Otherworld, Cellular Skies, Amnesia, The Dream, Phosphine, Occlusion, Occlusion Lens, Without Place, and Trace Reborn. God, I so now when you're this. not playing Axiom Verge at home, you can wish you were playing Axiom Verge. Axiom Verge. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, what the Wow. Hmm? Oh, cool. That seems like a larger than average poster that is usually shipped with games. Ooh, uh, is that the game map? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's Cheater. a poster game map. Uh, I'm not able to see how well that's coming through because I'm blocking off. Well, you, you can tell it's a game this. map. Yeah. Okay. Coming up pretty pretty good. So got that, and then here's the the last piece, Josh's favorite. <clears throat> oh, this one comes with a uh, comes with the new instruction. If you're not sure how to open up your USB. <laughs> <laughs> That means people were complaining about that. I bet you people were breaking the USB keys. That's the physical copy. Oh, that's, that's cool. Always custom art. Rev, I know you I know you might not be able to tell. Maybe you can see the contrast, but the colors on that are just nice. awesome. And then uh, the other side. And just as just as a, an FYI to everyone who is watching, um, we do have an affiliation link with IndieBox. However, uh, it, which is on our website, and that will help us out if you feel like buying the game or buying the subscription. However, Rev does pay for his own subscription. Um, we are not uh, financially compensated in that way for just showing it on the show. It's completely nope. up to you to click the link uh, and uh, subscribe. And it yourself. is. It is. I pay the thirty dollars a month thingy one. What? So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I buy it in the three month. Trucks. There you go. Um, and I like that because I don't have to remember it. <laughs> there you go. Dude, that is so cool. Okay, so speaking of IndieCade and uh, doing uh, Dan Ad- – talking – doing Dan Adelman. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Talking with – yeah, right? So uh, IndieCade, recap, here we go, dive in. Awesome. A, this was – okay, last year's IndieCade – was absolutely fantastic right there were no no questions asked it was amazing this year's blew it out of the fucking water wow completely destroyed it well i could tell like i could tell like uh uh when you came back you got that you know how like you come back from a really cool vacation and you kind of get like it's not like super depressed but still depressed you're like oh i'm back in reality yeah it's it's post-event depression yeah that's sort of like how josh and i were for magfest yeah, like, like this was coming home was probably one of the hardest parts about IndieCade this year. Um, in, in addition to all of the awesome devs and all of the awesome games that I got to hang out with and and, and play and and all of that, um, I got to meet three of our of, of my personal heroes. Um, 
uh, I'm a big fan of extra credits, and uh, there was a there was an episode for uh, one of the one of the guys on extra credits is James. He's the guy that does all the research and all that. Uh, was actually present, and I got to take a picture with him a couple of times. Yeah, we were talking, and I thanked him for inspiring me. He's really a large part of the reason why I'm still involved with gaming at all, and definitely a large part of why we're here or why I'm here for for Indie Game Riot. Um, but uh, the uh, the other one was uh, remember this summer we ran this little thing called IRX and um, that kind of came about because you know our first year we had Indy three and that was hosted or, or the brainchild of uh, Solon and um, and Tron Maximus uh, TJ or uh, I believe she's going by Natasha at the moment. Uh, but they were both there. So I got to meet and hang out with them for a bit. And we kept bumping into Dujay. Hey, what'd you, what's good in this tent? Oh, it's this over here. Okay, cool. Uh, got pictures with them and, and got to hang out. Really, really cool, exciting. Meeting the people that kind of helped inspire us to do what we do. Um, in addition to all of that, oh my God. Okay, so you want to see a stack of business cards? <laughs> And contact have you followed up info. on emails. On oh those? yeah, no, no, I've like. Have you tons. have you gotten Rep, into Rep, like getting what back? What you then? need to do is you need to buy one of those uh, scanners that automatically <laughs> scans business cards and just have that automatically upload to a database on the website so that Josh and I can start emailing people for you. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a lot. <laughs> we need. Oh, a... no, have, I've been I've been reaching out shit, and I'm, this is not even all of them. I know. I, I know. That's a lot. I know. So, Binary's so, been pretty busy, obviously. So. But we need yeah. like a uh, we need like a, an intern or a secretary. Like <laughs> if you want to uh, intern on Indie Game Riot, and make as much as the hosts are making on this show. <laughs> go to indiegameriot.com and submit. Yeah, you get you. We'll we'll match your salary to ours. Don't worry. Yeah, you will make as much as the CEOs are currently doing at the recording of this video. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there was there was a ton of cool stuff. Um, some some highlights. Uh, there was uh, a, an iOS game. We got an interview. I'm God. Fuck, Josh, remind me. I need to FTP that shit up so that you can... FTP the shit up. Don't yeah. remind me right now. God or send it, it to me. I can edit it. I'm just going to throw it up on the on the FTP site. Um, cool. As long as you... Well, you can edit it, but you need to make sure that you actually get it out. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyways... Because <laughs> that would be helpful if you did. Go ahead. Yeah. did an interview with, a, with, with an iOS team uh, that released a game called Scrap Force. And it the is... The name itself just sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, this game is so ridiculously fun. It it think think along the lines of like Hearthstone meets uh Tower Defense meets like uh LARP. Like backyard LARP. And it mm. is so entertaining, so much was fun. Was this a night game? No, no, no. This was just an iOS iPad game. They're working to bring it to Android. Um but it literally it released on Thursday. We interviewed with Eb on Sunday. Um, and uh, they were they were local to Culver City. Really cool cats. And um, one of the things that they particularly do for for this partnership is they teamed up with uh, Love146.org, which is a nonprofit that deals with uh, child slavery, um, uh, human tra child trafficking, and 15% of everything that. Uh, Scrap Force does is automatically going over to them. Oh, cool! Uh, so yeah, like oh, so much cool. Um, 
What was another one? Oh yeah, Evilibrium. Uh, we were walking back from the PlayStation keynote, and the uh, uh, somebody was walk as, as I'm walking back. They're like, "Hey, you're you're press," and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, I am." He's like, "You wanna you wanna talk?" I was like, "Yeah, sure. You know, we're headed in there. You know, just tell me where your tent is, and and we'll check it out." He was like, "Yeah, we don't have a tent. We're just here." I was like, "Oh, where are you from? Russia." No way. <laughs> <laughs> they're like so. So they like plop the side. Did he not have an accent? Side. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. But I thought it was German. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so like we get this really cool like. Someone quick just, scan the QR code. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like a I think the art style of Darkest Ooh. Dungeon, and turn it into a trading a CCG. Um, like this is one of some of the coolest swag. Apparently this has a complete copy of the game, and I feel oh. really, really bad because I'm gonna format it before I ever stick it into my computer. Send it to me. <laughs> send it to me. I'll send it back. <laughs> I also I also signed up for their uh, beta for Evilibrium Two. Uh, what else do we get? Oh, uh, Disc Jam. Yeah, I remember guys. those. I'm pretty. Je- I, See, I feel like I, I have a bunch of those from like the early 2000s. I'm like jealous. 90s. I'm jealous of you getting to go to this indicate because it's so from the looks and sound of it. It, it it's so completely different. It's so completely different from Indicate East, and not that I didn't like Indicate East, but it's it's you know it's very formal that. Indicate East. You 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 mentioned that because I was talking to the guy that start that runs Indicate East. He was there. We were just kind of hanging out together talking. Uh, I forget his name, and, but I, I met him at Indicate East. Uh, yeah, like what? we were talking about it, and he was like, I was like, yeah, you might have bumped into because uh, I was like, can I give you my card? And he's like, I recognize this. Why? I was like, oh well, you know, my my partner was over there at Indicate East, and he's like, oh yeah, I kind of run that. And I was like, cool. He says it was kind of a different feel, and he's like, well. It's kind of different, but it is what you make of it. And I was like, okay, it's also probably Josh. So, (laughs) well, I'm not saying it's not fun, but you're talking the way you describe Indicade is like Uh it's like like how we described Magfest. It was like a huge party. Everyone's just running around with their clothes off, having fun. Indicade East was very like there were there weren't very many like just people having fun. It was it was people there except for the night games. Uh, it was people there just, like, walking around like, I'm going to do an interview now, you know? Uh, Partly you know, because you, of you the could, setting. It's the venue. That, you could you can get that feel. I Because what you described was kind of what I experienced for the first IndieCade that I went to. Um, but this one, it was much more of a, I'm, I'm just going to go with it. I'm, I'm going to talk to people. I'm going to be making friends left and right. Um, I bought... It could have been the first talking- experience, too, because that was the first time I was by myself at a convention. That plus it, plus yeah. the venue of being in a museum kind of has a museum feel to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, so Disc New York Jam- doesn't really have open spaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Disc Jam, really cool game uh, that, that is out. I believe I've got a copy of it a couple somewheres. Um, but uh, it's basically, think Mario Tennis type deal, but yeah. you're these ultras over steroided, you know, warriors that are, oh, it was a lot of fun. Really <laughs> fast paced. Um, I was fighting against, I was playing against Binary in our matchup. And uh, how, how did Binary like it, by the way? Did she have fun? Oh, yeah. Had a blast. Absolute blast. Um, but, uh, yeah, Disc Jam guys were really cool. Got an interview with them. Uh, there's a, one of the award winners from IndieCade, and I actually had to buy this. Um, <clears throat> this is called a Red and Pleasant Land, and, um, it's a, it's a D&D module type scenario 
for that was written by uh, uh, Zach Smith, like all written by, wrote, designed, like all the art and everything. Uh, he runs a fairly popular blog called uh, Porn D and uh, D with Porn Stars, because I guess he also does adult film. I've heard of um, that website. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've really never cool got guy. To it, but I've heard of it. Really, really cool guy. And uh, I was so intrigued by the uh, by by the uh, the game itself, the the setting. It's like Alice in Wonderland meets you know Count Dracula. Wait, is that book part of the game, or is it just a book? This is the game. It's the module. Oh, it is the game. It is a complete module. That's for, cool. Oh, D and D. Oh, I get you. Like, that is cool. So, are you going to play this at some point? Uh, yeah. All right. Eventually, I. I Cool. Spent forty dollars on it. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. gonna fucking play it. And you know, I got him to uh, to to sign it for me. To cool. Rev from Zach. Thanks for stopping by. And then, <laughs> oh yeah, I should probably have a nice summer. Sign it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was a really cool cat. Uh, what else? I got some swag here. What is? Oh, gaming for everyone. Um, this was something that was sponsored by Intel. Um, I don't know how well that's coming through. Yeah, that's good. But uh, it was the hashtag Gaming for Everyone tent. And it was a lot of the diversity type games, um, you know, games games by girls and and you know underrepresented groups. Uh, you know, there was there was the uh, the underprivileged youth group out of L.A. that you know sets up an after school program, and then cool. they they do it mobily. Like they've got this whole bus decked out That's as cool. a dev studio slash recording studio slash everything, cool. and they just now, travel now around have... L.A. County. Yeah. <laughs> All right, honest question here. Honest answer. For those here. games, uh-huh. like, if you didn't know that they were being like brought out because of the dev team being a non-traditional okay. dev team, gotcha. would you consider them? Did you have a good time? Yes. If you take that out of like the games yes. were fun. Yes, like okay. one of them. One of them was uh, was done by Twisted Legacy. This is their cool button. I collected so many buttons. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of enjoying uh, getting a collection of my press badges plus the buttons. Yeah. Every time we go to a con, uh, starting at Magfest, we I had everyone hang their buttons off of the lanyards. So I was like, oh, we're kind of shouting out giving support to the games that we visit. Yeah. But yeah. now it's just become a collection for me. Like, Look at all these buttons I have. It, it, I I love. <laughs> I love that Jesse comes with us because we always hang all of our con badges in the same place, so it looks a lot more. It looks like a lot more than it is. Like, yeah, four badges, two cons. So yeah. So, anyways, Twisted Legacy had a had the game. Uh, it was a single guy. He was uh, he was he had been working on it. Uh, apparently, he has has uh, some some disability, um, but. Uh, it, it, if I'm remembering correctly, and I'm not crossing him with somebody else that I was working with, uh, but he does a, he calls it 4D Tetris, and it's basically, you know, side, side, top, bottom, and it all kind of jumbles around. Crazy, ridiculously difficult fun. Um, but, like, he had been coding that in his spare time. Uh, what else did I swag-wise? Oh, yeah! So the guys that did Scrap Force also did this Viking Axe Runner game, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't have any T-shirts for Scrap Force, so we gave you guys <laughs> that's a cool give you shirt, this T-shirt, right?" That's awesome. So, so let me ask you if you're able to. Okay. The number one game that you saw, you were like, "Holy shit, that was okay. awesome." Define, like, put it in genre because there were so many like indie okay. game genre. 
Ooh, that narrows it down a whole fuck. <laughs> the most fun. Um, what is the game that you were like, I'm having I the know, most fun I And I know okay. you probably okay. came across so, a lot that were awesome, but like... So, VR, VR-wise... Like, um, what is your next dropsy? My, my next dropsy is actually the game that I'm currently playing through. Uh, like, I, I fell in love with it just doing a quick talk about it, or talk to the dev about it, but it's called The Magic Circle. Uh, and I loved it so much that I actually went over and bought a copy from the merch tent. Um, and it is it, it is absolutely ridiculously fun. Um, there were oh, where's some others currently nineteen ninety nine on Steam. Yeah, <laughs> um, let's just see. to let you know. Oh, there wait was, a minute! I just next... saw someone was tweeting about that. It might have been. It might have been me. No, it wasn't. It was um, <laughs> um, Joe. Plug and play was a lot of fun. Joe three point, uh, I think. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. No. Uh, what else was there? Da, 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 high horse. Yeah, VR was really big this year. Absolutely fantastic. Oh, Digital Dream Labs. Uh, they did the uh, they did this really cool stacking game that integrated with a, a tablet of some kind. To, and really, it was interesting. A lot of the a lot of the stuff in the firehouse was tons of fun. Uh, there was one called Sentry. Uh, here's their card. Huh, yeah, found them. Um, but it's a it's a multiplayer uh, mobile game. That was the one that and you asked if we we talked about yet. Yeah, yeah. So it was it, it's basically you have one person who gets a blindfold put on them, and then you sync up the phone to the system, cool, and that is their gun. And then it literally, the other person or the other people playing are the sentries or the the guidance people, and they're trying to communicate. They get to see what's on screen, and you have to defend the the area by rotating cool. the shooter. And so, like, we were trying to play it, and it was like, okay, ninety degrees left. 10 degrees right and and like that was working and then one of the guys started literally was running in circles around me <laughs> and i've got i've got video footage from when <laughs> i was playing as the gun and it's just kind of me just like <laughs> like you can see the hand this and, is bullshit <laughs> oh it was so much fun um tech wise uh there was uh one of the biggest ones that i saw that i really really liked and i want to give them out a shout is uh is max play i also got some swag off them they gave me they gave me a thing of jacks I got a bouncy ball what? jacks. Yeah. I haven't seen jacks in, since the 90s. Right? Um, this is actually... Max Play is a really cool system for devs. Um, it is a... Basically, it, it, it's a it's an integration system where uh, everybody can, can sync everything in together, right? And you can push your updates live without having to worry about, you know, Git repositories and stuff like that. It's literally, I send you a message and, and say, hey, can you move the rock this far? You know, it, it's running into AI pathing issues here. Oh, yeah, sure. Hold on. Here we go. Pushing. Bam. You've got the new build right then and there. Wow. It is absolutely, like, I was watching a demo of it being done, It like, while I'm sitting there interviewing the guy, uh, Hans, and... It was it was beautifully smooth. Like two guys over Skype are messaging back and forth, and like hey, that literally was the example. Hey, can you move that rock? It's blocking the AI pathing for here. Um, and he was like, Yeah, hold on. How's that look? And it's that done. looks good. And it's done and on it's the build. Push to the build, and then hey, yeah, that's perfect. That's really cool. Wow. So yeah, it was. Oh, that's my God. the future, dude. That's actually the future. I I am so excited. I also, if, if I was a dev, I would totally invest in that. I saw you um, got to uh, speaking of like companies that were there. 
Um, you got to meet a guy I met, a pretty cool guy I met at Indicate East, uh, Chris Dwyer. Who yeah, I think he think he was there repping Squire, which that's his new may, that's his new company. Well, it may or may not be the new name of the thing that he was repping at Indicate East, which was called Junk Latch. Um, uh, it, it's the marketing thing. Uh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Squire's the new name. Squire's the 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 new name for for Junk Latch. I actually like is- I do like Squire better because it it it, it uh, implies that they are uh, there to serve you. Yeah, you know, um, you know what's really funny. Whereas is that junk latch kind of sounds like you're like they're latching onto your junk. You know what I mean? You know, you know that you know that if you search junk latch, the first link in Google is us. <laughs> is it really? Uh, well, it's because it I wrote an article after Indicate East about it. Well, um, yeah, that, I mentioned it in mine, and yeah, yeah wow, February, taking yep. your games the distance. <laughs> That's awesome, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, no, I got a I got an interview with him and uh, and played some of the games that he was working with there. Um, so much fun. Uh, good VR, I I have to get a VR headset. I have to get a, 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 a Oculus. It has to happen. Buy me Sony a- Sony's VR. Morpheus is uh they're they're gonna sell that uh less than profit. They're gonna it's great. Need which one. is I don't which care. is cool. I just appreciate uh, that they're not trying to trying to hose charge everybody. you know charge everyone out the ass more than it already is. Um, what else did we have? Oh, I expect you to die. That was so fucking fun. I've heard of that. It, it's the it, it's a it, it's a spy spoof. Like you, if you know, I expect you to die, Mister Bond. Um, really cool, really cool cats. Uh, Mike and Mark tease. Um, but uh, it was an Oculus, and uh, oh, those are the guys that you seemed like you were having a lot of fun with. At one yeah, point. they they were a, a really cool set of cats, um, and they uh, met a lot of cats. Escape, yeah, uh, escape the room type scenario for that one scenario that they were demoing, um, where you're in the villain's car in a cargo bay of a plane that's being pumped full of poison gas <laughs> and you need to escape and it was just like huh, in addition to like the bomb going off in the face and like <laughs> accidentally choking to death because you know I shot out the window so I could get the screwdriver so I could do the and like oh it was insane my best time was only like 4 minutes and 18 seconds and it took me like 12 tries to get to that point I got destroyed <laughs> meanwhile there's it. like a line of 100 people like come on <laughs> fuck you guys um, <laughs> go again oh, one of the one of the other ones was uh, Darknet. That was by far... Heard of that, too. Yeah, oh, awesome, awesome, awesome VR game. Um, you're basically hacking, and it's kind of a, a quasi-tower defense. Um, not quite tower defense, but how do I explain that? Like, you take over nodes to expand and get money to buy tools so that you can take other nodes, and, and um, you, you uh, it, it's a hacking game. It really, that's the best way to put it, and so much, so much fun. I, I get to emailing people, Rev. Come on, I, I should, I should. Um, what was some other ones that were really cool? Oh, Tribal and Error. Uh, this one really hit me because we had just like so close after Dropsy, where there's no spoken language. Um, the uh, the guys that did Tribal and Error had actually done this entire game where the purpose is to come up with or, or to try and Heard of that understand one too. what the people involved are saying. 
but they don't actually say anything. So you have to try and infer, and you can change meaning of, oh, well, this symbol I think means throw. No, it actually means ball or catch or something like, and you can change it so that you can solve puzzles. Lots of fun. Um, I'm trying to think what else. God, so many, so many, so many. Scrap for sure. Solen. You need a Rolodex. Oh, God, you have no idea. <laughs> um, oh, uh, what was that? Shit, I'm out of sky. Uh, Into the Stars. Oh, you like Heard space sim? Yeah. Ah. You like space sim type games that are uh, amazingly difficult in their in their pain in the assholishness into the stars. <laughs> it's so much fun. It is a huge huge fucking game map. Think it's like RTS meets roguelike meets um Yeah, that's really the best way to do it. And uh, and city builder, all right. right. So I don't. I, that's so, so to wrap really up. Awesome to so to is wrap there any, up, is there I, any, like one more thing I would you just need to say. Let me let me while he's looking. Let me just say that you can tell. You can tell that uh, uh, Rev is legit because of his just his pure emotion and reaction to this. Yeah, uh, <laughs> indicate is awesome. Um, and and in more than that, the games that indicate and the devs and the people showing off stuff there are awesome. Um, and I hope that sometime uh, some of them will see this and and uh, see that we think they are awesome. Yeah. Of course, they oh, are no, welcome. They, they will to come and on the show. Because we didn't talk about you doesn't mean that you aren't in Rev's heart. Of course, they're welcome to come Your on thoughts. the show. <laughs> I'm I'm Seriously. extending extending Send us an email. people. Um, oh yeah, so into into the stars is by uh, uh, da, 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 fugitive games. Um, oh, so many. Uh, most of these were interviews. I think one of the biggest one of the biggest ones that was absolutely cool, just in terms of sheer participation, uh, that I got to play. My phone died during night games, like halfway through, um, and there was uh, basically this giant screen being uh, projected up there and you go to a website on your phone and you have a fire button and that that's it and you you join in everybody gets thrown in you select a team and then you can fire to move and it rotates you to oh it was so much fun um i got to play that for a good 15 20 minutes uh there was a lot of games that covered consent um, or or the uh, the consentical. Yeah, consent. <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I saw was, that one at Indicate East. That was part of the uh, uh, sexual sexual exhibit or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Indicate. So many good guys. I'm jealous and, that you got to go, but I'm glad that you had a good time, and I'm glad you met a lot of awesome people. Again, all those people. At indicate if you're listening, you're welcome uh, to come on the show. We so will please be contact. reaching out to you guys, yeah. um, and with the videos and stuff, um, you know, I got a lot of dev interviews, and people would love to to be brought on the show and talk about it. Damn, that, that's basically indicate. You know what? Uh, <laughs> you know what that sounded like? It sounded like a riot. I think I think you started a riot at indicate. Huh? And-
And this week on Starting the Riot, we have uh, Tex my, Boner. My Dropsy. No, we're not talking about Dropsy the Clown again. We were talking about Poncho. Oh, my God. That this was, game was on. So this game was on Kickstarter a while ago. Uh, 2013-ish? 2014-ish? Yeah, about the same time Dropsy uh, was. Yeah, about the same time. <laughs> uh, a little later. Uh, it didn't make the cut, but they were picked up by Devolver. And the game that came out of the demo that I played... Wait, was it Devolver? Didn't they? Didn't they get picked up by Devolver? Uh, I don't think it was on. Devolver. Who did they get pick up, picked up by? Was keep, I wrong? Keep, no, no, no. You keep talking. I'll, anyway. I'll find out. All right. Revel fact check me. Uh, the amount... So so having played the demo extensively when it uh, when when they released the demo on the Kickstarter... To when they, the game actually released, I started playing the game completely fresh. I didn't know anything else about the game other than that. I really wanted to play it. I loved the idea. The amount of depth and polish that they <laughs> added depth. to this game. Get it? Yes. It's a mechanic to the game. Was, it was noticeable to me because I was sort of like picking it apart from the demo. And I, I truly believe that the guys at Delve Interactive know how to make a really good game because I was looking at some of the levels in the final game that that reminded me of levels in the demo game and there were minor changes there there were tweaks you know there, there were subtleties that were sort of brought in that weren't necessarily as subtle before and the the level of polish and going back over and fixing things and making things smoother and making things it was better not devolver. response it wasn't who was it no. moving on keep going i'll anyway. find out it um <laughs> it was just like the experience that i had was poncho but it was the poncho that i feel like delve wanted to rising star games Rising Star. Okay, I, I messed up. Oh well. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, thank you. No, but thank you for fixing that because it doesn't yeah. have it on their fact sheet. Uh, there that I'm that I'm reading right now. Um. But yeah, like, so so for those of you who don't know, who didn't watch the uh, the original Poncho episode or read my Poncho article, which was well, also no, the first article ever written on the website. There's no the, Poncho episode either. It was just we mentioned it. Yeah, we oh. mentioned it in we passing. Um. After a so, so this game. You you play as a robot, and the story is uh, unfolded to you that uh, you are, in some without spoiling anything, you are in some way responsible for bringing back the way things used to be. Everyone's dead. Let's just get that over. Everyone's dead. You're in the future at some point. You have awoken because uh, you are possibly the savior of uh, the world that you are on. And uh, you just sort of go about it. It is a puzzle platformer where the platforming is the puzzle. You can shift between uh, three different planes, uh, the, the middle, the far back, and the, and the close front. Not quite because it's not three-dimensional in that sense. No, but it's, it's, it's not almost, three-dimensional. It's, it's 2.5D, literally. Well, it's, it's, it's almost it's like how Fez was. I think there's some Fez inspiration. Yeah. That's actually what yeah. I was going to say. I, that, I've been I've been holding for that one because Beat you like, to it. yeah you did this this game is Fez in two D except I think it's more intuitive. Uh, 
I see what I you're saying. Acting Here, here's... in 3D space twisting is a lot different than acting in 3D space on the same plane that's staying see, the and same. See, for me, so... I, actually, I actually have an easier time in Fez than I do in Poncho um, because, I, A, colorations uh, okay. things are kind of hard to gauge where I'm at versus where it's at. Um, and so it's uh, it, 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 I will say. There's it a is little a... symbol in the bottom corner. I did never see Just that. I, I, I'll, I'll go back and rewatch it, but there, I've never seen there's it. There's a there's a little thing that actually shows you which plane you're on. It's it's yeah, really soft. And honestly, I can't remember it. Like I looked at it when I first started playing, and then I promptly forgot about well, it until my, just now. The one thing that I it's hard to say that it's like a a, a like a qualm I have with it. It's just it annoyed me. Um, was was the the platforms that move between field depth? Yep. Yeah. That shit pissed me off <laughs> really bad. Wait, so that's Wait, so the hardest part of the some game. Some of the later stuff, especially when you're trying. Especially when you're trying to get those all the gems, which you need this, to this unlock game, doors. This so. game is not going to hold your hand. This game is yeah. going to punch you right in the balls. Even if you're a girl, it's just going to be like right there. Like you're you're going to understand. It's going to give gonna, you balls gonna, and then no. punch you in them. <laughs> because like this game, it's it's actually a little bit frustrating. Oh, more because than the game is <laughs> the game is so awesome, you know, but it's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, that's in, a good way of the, putting it. Yeah, in in the ramp up, it's like it's like <laughs> hey, cool. We just taught you. We just taught you the mechanics. It's like it's like and, and you go it's a like here. Direction, it, it's it, like it, it's it, like here. Jump jump between field depths. Okay, like, now jump on these moving platforms that are jumping through a flaming hoopa and balancing dishes, you motherfucker, do like it now. Almost, I, I, I think I know what they did. And I don't know if they did this on purpose, but if you remember the old Mario games, uh-huh. where it's a simple pre- premise, you, you're, you're a plumber, you can jump on the heads of the stuff, and you can move through a level, and then you're like, I got this. And then it gets, like, really, like, hard. But they didn't change any of the rules. Yeah. They just sort of changed what was in front of you. And this, I feel, captures that level of, like, old school challenge where you all you, all of a sudden you found yourself in front of this thing. Oh, cool, moving platforms that are uh, shifting between the different planes. Now, and, and then all of a sudden you're learning the mechanics and you're getting frustrated because it's really hard. Now, there was – I remember when – after Indie 3 when we talked about this because we mm-hmm. were, like, talking about our favorite games from Indie 3, and this was one of yours. <laughs> there was one thing in the demo that you played – um, that kind of irritated you, and that was um, kind of basically jumps like leaps of faith, like you couldn't yep. see. And they they have I I can tell they have definitely fixed a lot of it. Yep. Um, however, there are areas where it still happens, and I don't know if it's on purpose what? or not, like to to make it more challenging. But to me, um, and this is this is by the way nitty nitpicking. Um, yeah. But here's why I can there are a few things where it, where it happens and and maybe they did it on purpose. But in uh, my mind, it's just that's just cheap challenge. Like but, I but don't. Here, but here's the greatest part. But here's the greatest part. Death means absolutely nothing. It Which, is like you you can you death can means almost absolutely tell nothing. You can almost tell. I like I'm, I, as I'm watching the video on this, I, I'm looking at this and going, you know, you it, it, I would not be surprised if the guys at Delve. And Phil Fish studied game design from the same place because the they they are so similar in terms of the simplicity but depth in the mechanic yeah. um, I, that you know like I'm I'm still I've 
granted, I've only logged, you know, a couple of hours into it uh, due to my lack of gaming time. But, um, you know, I'm still learning things in-game that, you know, I've found out, oh, hey, I get this cool jump slammy thingy or, you know, as as you're building upon that. I, and I'm only... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I you mentioned, like, finding these because it just showed the blueprint yeah. uh, thing. And I that's one of the things that I... Part of it's because I've never been a fan of platforming because I suck at it. And I, I shouldn't say not a fan, but I just I suck at platforming. So it tends to be more of a challenge for me. But the the fact that they incorporated the, the puzzle platforming yeah. like into the actual platforming. The pla- the puzzles are finding, the platforming. Finding your way to that blueprint yep. was very, very satisfying for me. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, like I said, I was kind of getting really annoyed with those things that just moved back and forth because that wasn't a puzzle. That was just yeah. It was just a that was just a pain in my ass. Yeah. Um, whereas the blueprint was like, okay, I got to plan this out. How do I find a path to this? Um, that the puzzles aspect in this game is is very well done and very very satisfying once you solve and, it. And like, I didn't. So so I haven't played Fez. And you guys can have your own opinions on that game. It's a very I think uh, it's overrated. It's a very hot uh, subject. No, no. <laughs> outside no. outside of feelings for uh, for Phil Fish, um, it's a fantastic fucking game. It's right. It's whether, a well done. You love or hate him, I, it's it a, a well done game with and, its flaws. And, and and I will genuinely say that if Fez feels like this game, yeah, it does. Fine, that's fine. That's I, I'm glad that Fez feels good. Because At least I this game doesn't have the mess of a fucking here's, map that... Now, here's am, a thing am, that we haven't talked about yet. Okay. Sorry, Brad, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I was feeling nostalgia. This game was triggering my nostalgia feels for Fez. Wow. Because it, they were... They, they, they are it made so your nipples similar. lactate nostalgia. Yeah, basically. You know, I'll be, I'll be completely honest. Having not played Fez, but, like, knowing a lot about it... It's kind of a Fez good thing. Never, Fez never crossed my mind. But I will say that if if you're listening to this right now and you hear the word Fez coming out a lot and it's like distracting you and it's like you don't want to like look at this game, just stop. Yeah, you don't. Just if you're cry. one of those people that are just have some weird vendetta against Phil Fish because he's a dick, um, don't <laughs> don't let you. Well, I'm just saying that's yeah, why yeah, there are people, people out that. there that will legitimately not play Fez because he's an asshole. It's. Whether yeah. you like the game or not, it's tr- a true fact. Um, the guy, the don't let that affect your thoughts of this game just because we're drawing comparisons. Um, this game stands on its own yeah. and is fantastic. Yeah. And by the way, and the, and the devs are not dicks. Game? <laughs> uh, so, so Jack Odell, you may have heard that name around the uh, the indie game riot cool, uh, website every now and then. Uh, that dude, I think, is a genius. He's one or, of the people that made or this is game, the, by the way. He's, or is the man that I wish I was. He helped because with the, this he, game has the best soundtrack I've ever fucking heard. He helped with the development, but that's his main thing. His main contribution his was, uh, yeah. was music. Like, um, oh, oh my yeah, I need God. to go have the beer with him. He's really out good. here music, near me. The music in this game I thought he was is British. some of my favorite music I have ever heard in a game. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I'm not even going to, like sugarcoat it like yeah they're the nostalgic songs in the games that i played as i played as a kid but this game like the 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 sound and the music is just so much so amazing seriously 
Like, Josh, I, I don't were, think there's a right. more memorable soundtrack. I was right. You were right. He is British. I had him confused for okay. somebody else whose name was O did something. <laughs> the, the, it's like a couple of blocks away from me. We're okay. Go get a beer together. He yeah, does I thought, I thought, I, I thought so. Well. Uh, so, yeah. so do you guys have any more things to add? I mean, I, I, I love this game. so much fun. It's hard. It really is. It's, it's really hard. It's difficult. Yeah. It is balls achingly difficult. Any any negative things so I had to, had to say about it were, were was nitpicking and yeah. uh, absolutely worth buying and 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 playing. It's I I was I was actually I was pleasantly bit, surprised. Um, I, mean, I knew it was going to be a good game, but I had more fun, even more fun than what I expected. Um, oh, the 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 amount of like I said in the beginning of the review. The polish that they added to this and the story and the depth they just, that they brought to this game was something that I wasn't expecting, and I've been following the development. And rec- they recently, really blew it out of the water with this. Somewhat game. recently, they posted a, a picture on um, Twitter uh, from two months development to something like 18 months development to like the end product, and how much change it went through just aesthetically is kind of really mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. To really crappy sprite to beautiful sprites. Oh, it's, another and, and another art beautiful so art. Amazing. Uh, uh, in 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 this game. So good job mm-hmm. with that, guys. Um, go buy Poncho. Poncho. Cool dudes. Cool game. Um, you know what? Uh, cool dudes tend to go wait, to some. Wait, what, what? We did not uh, yet get to. Oh, the the. The the cost of the game. Oh and yeah, I, which fifteen cost. bucks. Oh yeah, go it's do it. Fifteen bucks. The soundtrack is available for four ninety nine as oh, well through Steam. Uh, just get the soundtrack. Buy it. It's so is, good. It, it is fantastic. Uh, it is available on Steam, and do, 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 do. aren't they move? Aren't they doing a port? I don't recall. Um, it would do well on console. It would do very well on console. Uh, I. We cannot confirm. <laughs> That they're doing we a port. cannot confirm nor deny. But they may be doing one. They should. <laughs> but well, it, it does. It does support con- uh, controllers right now, anyway. So, um, well, that's why I used to play. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. I, I find that the key, I find that the keyboard controls are great for me, and that's a really big gripe that I have about a lot of games that. Okay, it, is, on controller it control. is PC, Mac, and Linux, as well as PS4, PS Vita, and the Wii U. Okay, ah, there it so is. So everything except for Xbox. Yeah, just yeah. basically play it. <laughs> Pick something and play. Yeah. And, uh, and hey, you know, if you have one of those Steam OS machines, you can play it on your uh, play it on your couch. You, you know what I'm going to be playing with? Uh, yourself at Elf. the Peep Show. That's correct. I, I feel like they're going to throw you out for that. Make it rain, Peep Show. Please give all your attention to Early Access. And on Peep Show this week, we have Doko Roko. Uh, this is a really interesting game. It, it's being done by Okobu. Okobu? Okobu? Okobu games. is how I pronounce it. Okabu. Uh, anyways, Eric Mack <laughs> is a lone <laughs> dev out of Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, he's made this game. It is 
by far okay so i as i'm as i'm looking through this and i'm and i'm thinking to myself do i really want to help back this do i want to help make this become a reality uh i'm reminded of the fact that i like roguelikes i like risk of rain and i like hack and slash this game is all of that like it 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 seems it it it's like a a, a mix between all of that plus a little bit of final fantasy uh, is the mm-hmm. vibe that I get off of it sort of sort of cave story as well? Yeah, cave story is a very yep. good aspect to that. Um, and honestly, all I could say is I'm really excited for this. I I feel bad that he's already broken through his goal. Um, so you know, go go back this, give him more. Um, but it's it's one of those things where I I can't say anything bad about it. I just want to play it constantly like yeah. I, can't, I can't come up with any criticism for it um the about the only criticism that i did have was there was some information that i felt was a little bit lacking on the uh on the kickstarter um yeah. but you know it's still it wasn't bad it's not like you know oh i'm needing three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and uh this is why it is it's basically he's been working on it for by himself for a year or two and he wants to continue doing that and help some people and, and have some people help him uh and this is just going to be going to contract animators sound designers and apparently an anthropologist <laughs> <laughs> probably probably uh, to get the um this sort of the I also know. want to point out that Ari in our live chat said that the pronunciation I came up with is correct. Okaboo. 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 Um, so, yeah, no, it, this, this game is, is very solid already. I mean, just what's available. It looks cool. I'd play it. Yeah, it, the, exactly. Yeah. I, do, I, was, I do wish there was a demo. I mean, we, were t- we always talk about, like, the, the pixel art and everything like that and how beautiful um, the actual art is. But in this case, I mean, the art is really nice. Is but it, the animations in this the animations are, are so really cool. good and smooth. I, I, I will say that the art seems to remind me of something. And I think that's sort of where like the cave story vibe comes in. Because okay. I look I the first the art time I looked at this, I was like, me of something oh, artsy. Oh, it's oh, it's cave story, only a higher resolution. But then, like, I saw the hack and slash and the magic and the roguelike aspect. That game would look like, really right, good in 60 FPS. More. You know, this... I, I highly doubt that it's not running in 60 frames per second. I, I like, the... Th- this game... And the lighting in that is nice. Too. They did, there's a lot of really minute details that, that bring the game together very, very well. One of these things... One of the it other things, so too... responsive. Mm. And and we're I know we're talking about like the responsiveness of the game, but you can tell through the Kickstarter that there's a lot more thought put into the world that you as a player are existing in than just oh yeah go through the tunnel you know like th- there are a lot of other roguelikes and uh, especially indie roguelikes who are like here's the story but the focus is in like the 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 game and unlocking things and going to the next level and not dying as quickly but in this one like there's really a lot of lore that you can even learn from the kickstarter Mm -hmm. like about the tower that you're scaling and all these like 
quotes from you know the there, there's a there's an epitaph from the tower that you can read and there's a uh, a quote that's uh, from an expedition that found this tower and it has this sort of uh, Miyazaki feel to the story that yes. he's trying to like yeah. weave into the Kickstarter mm-hmm. which took a second for me to like really get but once I like found it I was like alright I'm really getting into this I'm really interested in this and one thing uh, there was a note that I wrote uh, before we started recording which was a lot of roguelikes now are all about adding different mechanics so that you can play whereas this game seems to be here are the mechanics have fun with them it's gonna get a lot harder and that is something that I have a lot of respect for because I have played tons of roguelikes where I'm like I get it and I'm bored and the game isn't necessarily fun but there's a lot of stuff whereas this it's like it's less stuff it's more actually doing things and the doing things i can have a lot of respect for this is a i mean just looking through the art and like you said the 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 weaving of the kickstarter and and the story it this is a world that reminds me of like bear with me on this it do you guys did you guys both were you heavy readers when you were younger maybe probably yeah, still now if you I are but but like kinda, before kind of but have you read a book when you were younger that kind of sucked you into that world and just kind yep. of made you part of that world this reminds me <laughs> this reminds me of some of the books that i read and i was like just when i read it i was gone from reality you know what i mean yep you um, were there this this is very whimsical uh, in, in, in that sense, um, and it makes it me want to be... It feels yeah, real. It makes me want to be a part of this world, um, to quote the, the famous mermaid um, somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> the unslain are welcomed. Just saying. I just, like, I'm scrolling the, through some of this concept art, and I'm like, that I would hang that up on my wall. Yeah. You, Not only that, but that could be a movie. That could be... A book, like there, there is so much. The here. picture, the picture of uh, the, of the tower. No, if you scroll down Sorry. to like the concept art section, okay, on the Kickstarter page, the second picture of the dude with the pointy hat, yeah, makes me think. Um, Clive Barker wrote a book that um, wasn't really horror necessarily. It was it had right. some ish in it, but you, you know, if you know Clive Barker, he's famous for horror. Right. But it was a teenager's. It's a it's a young adult book um, that he put a lot of his own art into, and this remind and that helped bring that book to life for me. It's one of my favorite books to read. But he doesn't come out with the books like he came out with like two books out of the series, and it takes forever for him to fucking write it because of the art. Um, this is years ago. But this reminds me of that kind of feeling, and I think that's why I'm really really interested in this. Um, and, and getting involved in the story and in the world that they created. Yeah, like, I was I was actually genuinely surprised with, like, like this this game, it's it's so weird. They're asking for $30,000. They already made 33, base, almost $34,000. I will say, for I, this they game. just got another 40. Yeah, okay. like, I, I literally just backed it. I mean, I was going <laughs> to. So for $40. There you, there you go, everybody. For $40, you're going to be getting a digital download like, 
of the soundtrack like, and uh, the grimoire overflowing with concept art, this monster designs. I'm not done yet, tech. I'm sorry. <laughs> monster <laughs> designs and otherworldly weapons and artifacts for your viewing pleasure, plus all the previous rewards, which I would which also include the game. sword and everything else. This, so, uh, this could have so easily been a cash grab for a yeah. very simple game. But you can tell, like, this is all one dude. The mechanics, the art, the sounds, as of right now, all is one dude. All the gifts that you see on the, the Kickstarter, that's a guy in his room in Massachusetts making this. Bravo. And that's impressive. really impressive. Um, I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. I really hope. By, by exclusive sword, is that a full-size sword? No, no, no. It, it's in-game. Okay. It, it, it's one of the swords that you'll be using in-game, but it's exclusive for the backers. I also will say that the stretch goals that they have uh, on the page, like how they're all like pixelated and blurry, <laughs> I really like that that approach to it. Yeah, this is this is well put together. Uh, and, uh, go go do it. Go check it yeah. out. Doko Roko. It might look weird, but. It's I'm definitely so excited luck. for this. <laughs> it, it, according according to uh, to the information I just got, the estimated delivery is going to be sometime around this time in 2017. So Two years. it's reasonable, yeah. reasonable, long right. but reasonable. Right. <sighs> that All sucks. Right, so wow. just put it out of your mind for a little bit, so you don't have to think about That's it. That's what but I did with Poncho. You can distract yourself with today's Ooh. going mobile. Oh. This week on Going Mobile, we have a game that, uh, as Rev is having spasms in his living room, um, (laughs) we have a game that is unfortunately only on iOS, but extremely addictive, called Wizards and Wagons. Um, It's actually a trading game taking place in the fantasy genre. And as I pull up the information I need for this game, um, kind of give you the gist of it. Demon, the Demon Lord has been defeated and peace has returned to the realm. But this means that the resident hero is officially out of a job. Armed with the small wagon, can you make a living in this new era? In Wizards and Wagons, you'll buy, barter, trade, and sell goods in a vast fantasy world filled with villages, towns, kingdoms, and comical characters always ready to send you on the most ludicrous errands. And thank you for not using a word like zany or wacky. (laughs) Comical is okay. Anytime I see those words, I automatically am just like, nope, done. Done. (laughs) Thank you, media. Um, This is a really cool uh, iOS game that I think for, it's not like a, it's not a clicker, but I think it's, I I would say it's more of a sim management with a, with a little bit of, um, puzzle to it too yeah um, like, like it's it, it's it, it's got some management some sim and uh what's oh a little bit of tower, tower defense. defense yeah yeah um so i think i think if you're into the like, the sim management games uh this will be really cool plus because it also throws in some extra uh mechanics to it um some features that they list uh other than buying and selling stuff um you can exploit the public gatherings and festivals for your profit. So you, there's some strategy involved. 
Um, there's randomly generated assignments from the commerce commerce guild. Um, the the puzzle that I was talking about is like your your uh, your inventory system is kind of like a Tetrisy type of thing. You kind of have to fit it in there like Tetris pieces, um, which actually reminded me more of, of Puzzle Pirates. Uh, oh, yeah. the, the plank, yeah. the plank puzzle. Oh, um, oh yeah, carpentry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I love that game. That yeah, was my let's game, not get man. started on that because I remember we <laughs> yeah. talked about that for I don't know how long. It was ridiculous. Yep. Um, you can upgrade things, you know. So there's an upgrade system, and of course the tower defense where you'd have to defend your cargo uh, while traveling down the roads from thieves and ogres and uh, apparently a massive turtle as well. <laughs> the world turtle. The world turtle, whatever that means. It, it so it it looks cutesy and and kind of brief, uh, but it seems like there's enough depth to it that if I had an iOS device and I'm frantically looking to try and acquire one, uh, but uh, it, it really like there's enough depth to it that I could see myself putting plenty of time into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. I mean. Not it's hard to say. To I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, I don't. Yeah, their website isn't that great. But <laughs> I don't want to. The by the way, de- developers are touch dimensions. Uh, I should mention that. Um, the one thing with mobile games, I don't want to limit mobile games to say that depth can only go so far because we've seen some pretty deep mobile games. Yeah. But at the same time, depending on what you're planning on, on how you're playing on it on your phone, most of the time when you're playing mobile games it's like sitting at a bus stop, you know, in between, um, you know, while you're taking a shit or something like that, you know? So, like, five minutes at a time. So, you know, how much depth can you pack into five minutes? And I think this game has has more than enough to pack those moments in your life to just go in and check on your thing. It's one of those games where you go in and check on it. Um, there aren't time limits uh, from what I can see, except to maybe pace out the game. Um, but not like, not like Farmville, for instance, where it's just cock blocking you until you pay. Yeah. Um, so I think there's enough depth in this and enough fun um, for you to, to play in those moments. Uh, but at the same time, you're not going to sit there and drain your battery with it. So, Really good game, cool uh, thing if you're into Sims and management and things like that. Buy and, me an uh, iOS device. Buy Rev an iOS device uh, <laughs> where you're at, and buy me a copy of Fallout Four if you've been listening to the in between <laughs> segments here at the here during the live stream. <laughs> uh, any uh, any other words on on Wizards and Wagons? It's neat. <laughs> That's text input. Yeah, it's just, cool. It's cool. <laughs> well, you know what else is cool. The end uh, of the show. That's not cool. No, it's not cool. I was I was lying. The end Liar. of the show is upon us. Um, just as a reminder to everyone, if you like what we do, you want to help us uh, grow the show and help us help the indie game community uh, devs and, and gamers alike, please consider going to patreon.com slash indie game riot, uh, where you can help us meet certain milestones and uh, all that sort of stuff and uh, just help us maybe one day do this full time. So that way we can put all of our energy and time into this and resources and have a really awesome, amazing central hub on the internet for the indie game community to gather. Um, so again, indiegameriot.com, yeah. or not, <laughs> again, patreon.com slash indiegameriot. Um, the other thing is, if you uh, know of an indie game, something that has to do with indie games, some sort of news story, if someone should be coming on for an interview, please do not be afraid to contact us. There's lots of ways to do that. First thing, 
every Friday, uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are live doing these recording sessions uh, on hitbox.tv slash Now You can chat with us on there. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook or on Twitter at uh, IGR Podcast or Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. Of course, you can email us if you're old-fashioned. Uh, send it with a smoke signal and yeah. uh, <laughs> contact at IndieGameRide.com. Of course, all this and more, including articles and other things like that, are on IndieGameRiot.com. It's almost like you're doing SEO, but in audio form. SEO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boobs. IndieGameRide.com. Uh, <laughs> teenagers on, on webcam. Hey, hey, There's hey, SEO hey, for you. <laughs> yeah. That'll All those hits. Great, great. Uh, that's uh, that's the audience we're looking for. viewers. There you go. <laughs> hey, Jared. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, any last words, gentlemen? Oh, man. I don't know. Indicate! Right of the year. Indicate! Get your votes in. Get right your votes in soon. Magfest coming up to all soon. The contestants. Oh yeah. Yeah. Winning a cool award. We're gonna Say, have to go back and play each one of those games, you realize. Dude, right. like I uh-huh. was looking at the list and I was like, man, I remember every single one of these games. Which and I'm like remembering like a lot of ones that I genuinely had a lot of fun with. I'm like, right? shit. That one might actually deserve it. That's what I oh, did. I was shit, like maybe So I was thinking one. to myself, I was like, there's two or three nope, five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm at around eight at the moment, and yeah. that's just with a cursory like, oh yeah. Yeah, I've never yeah, gotten the five. Um, well, say goodbye. See you next time, guys. Have a good one, folks. Toodles.